This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Welcome to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our episode today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while you're on our website, please click on the radio page to check out all of our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, according to the Social Security Administration, this year about 65 million Americans received a monthly Social Security check. And just slightly more than 40% of retirees count Social Security as their only retirement income. So that means that millions of Americans eagerly await the Social Security Administration's yearly announcement about the annual cost of living adjustment, or COLA. And this year, the news was significant. In years past, Social Security only increases around 15 to 2%. But next year, in 2022, it's going to be jumping to a whopping 5.9% increase. So, our main topic today is diving more into Social Security and retirement strategies, and how we use those um, to help you with your retirement planning. But please let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great, Nick. I've had a great week, and I'm feeling pretty good, Uh, you know, coming up on the holiday season, Thanksgiving, and Christmas and New Year's, it's all lining up. I can't believe, though, how fast this year went by. And, you know, they say time flies when you're having fun. We must be having a blast because uh, time has flown. And you know what? I always say uh, it's it's not that time goes faster because we're getting older, Nick. It's because we're having fun. I choose to believe it's because we're having so much fun families grow up. Our kids are growing up. We (laughs) talked about that before the the show started, you know, and yes, it makes us uh, feel a little older very quickly, doesn't it? Oh, it it really (laughs) does. It really does. And you've been busy, haven't you? This has been a a very busy part of the season for us. Definitely. We've got lots of things happening in our office, Medicare enrollment, uh, you know, prescription drug plan enrollment. So this is a great time of year to meet with our clients for sure. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, this topic is an interesting one. You told me we were going to talk about cola, and I just assumed I did a lot of research on like the cola wars between Coke and Pepsi and whatever <laughs> happened to RC Cola. But then I realized, oh, you meant the cost of living adjustment, the cola for Social Security. And uh, I can't believe it's uh, increased 5.9% increase or, or addition Uh, this year. That's great. And, you know, it's a critical retirement component for so many Americans, Social Security. And let's face it, uh, these increases matter a lot, especially when inflation is on the rise like it is right now. So I have a feeling a lot of ears perked up out there when you mentioned this topic. Uh, What do you have for us first, Nick? 
Yeah, Tony, you know, first, broken down in dollar amounts, that 5.9% increase is going to average out to about $100 a month for most recipients, um, you know, increasing. And so while $100 might not seem like a lot of money, the reality is that um, it may help many people offset those rising costs of food, fuel, and other essentials. Um, and, you know, we should note that that cost of living increase is going to jump up right away, effective in the beginning of next year in January. Now, earlier we noted that, you know, this year's cost of living adjustment bump is significantly more than the last couple of years. And, um, you know, this is a much more um, unusually robust increase, in fact, you know, and so it's actually the largest jump um, in cost of living increase for Social Security since 1984, if you can believe that. And so, I wow. mean, tracing, yeah, you know, and, and, and tracing that cost of living adjustment back in the last decade, just to give you an example, you know, on average, we increase about a one and a half percent. And in three out of the last nine years, there's been no increase. And so this increase is huge and definitely, um, definitely warranted. Wow. I, wow. I mean, it's the biggest increase since 1984. That's amazing. And, you know, we've all seen the recent stories about how inflation is rising and what higher bills for essentials could do to a lot of budgets, especially for those people in retirement. So it seems like this uh, significant cost of living adjustment increase is a jolt of good news at the perfect time. Oh, it definitely is, you know, and Social Security is the biggest source of retirement income for most Americans. And, you know, for about one in four older folks, Social Security supplies 90% or more of their monthly income. And so, you know, I'm sure that many listeners are curious about how Social Security calculates that annual cost of living adjustment. And actually, it's a it's a pretty uh, fairly straightforward process. So, the Social Security Administration each year relies on the Com- Consumer Price Index uh, for urban uh, wage earners and clerical workers. And more specifically, Tony, the Social Security Administration takes the months of July, August, and September for this year and compares them to the same three months of last year. Okay, and so the percentage difference between those two blocks of time determines what that cost of living adjustment is going to be for the following year, and that's what's happened this year as well. Hmm. Interesting. And, you know, it's been widely reported that the global economy is really still feeling the effects of COVID-19. And also we have supply chain issues. So I think this COLA increase really does matter for a lot of people out there, right? Well, for sure. And, you know, uh, to be clear, you are exactly correct. I mean, this year's almost 6% increase is directly related to the fact that the price of goods and services have risen very sharply in the last several months. And as you said, you know, part of the increase in prices is due to COVID-19. But several months of extreme weather has also sparked a rise in, you know, energy prices, as well as significant global supply chain challenges, as we've discussed. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Maybe give us a quick reminder of how Social Security is funded. Let's talk about this a little bit so people have a better understanding. I think that really helps. Okay, for sure. Yeah. So Social Security is funded with payroll taxes, right? So it's 12.4% of your eligible wages. And of that, employees pay half or 6.2%. And then the employers pay the other 6.2%. Now, as you know, if you're self-employed, um, you're going to be on the hook for the full 12.4%. 
Next year, the maximum amount of earnings that are subject to Social Security taxes are going to jump up to $147,000. And that is increased every year. Um, according to you know Social Security Treasury's report from this year, because um, there are fewer workers relative to the increasing number of people who are receiving benefits, if Congress doesn't intervene, the trust fund for workers is going to become critically depleted by the year 2034. And a lot of people ask me about my opinion for this. And so in my opinion, because elected officials know how much Social Security means to many voters, some kind of congressional intervention is highly likely, um, probably sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. And, you know, they might increase that uh, Social Security payroll tax. So we have to pay more in or increase the, you know, a full retirement age. So people have to wait longer to get the full amount. So uh, it is interesting. Uh, they're going to have to shore it up, uh, but I'm sure they will. Now, Social Security cost of living adjustment typically uh, is tied in with Medicare and can affect that. Could you explain that? Well, well, sure. And that, that is a key component that we talk to a lot of our clients about because, you know, typically some of that cost of living adjustment that we are talking about is eaten up by increased Medicare costs. I mean, healthcare just goes up every single year. Yep. You know, you know, remember, Tony, right, that Medicare Part B premiums, which cover doctor's visits and outpatient services, are generally taken directly out of your monthly Social Security check. And this year, you know, the standard monthly Medicare Part B premium is around about $150. And while we're still waiting uh, on the official word of what that is going to increase to next year, um, many experts are projecting that there's going to be an increase in the ballpark of about $10 a month. Yeah. So it's not going to eat up the entire cost of living adjustment increase, hopefully, uh, but it does go up. Um, now, we should probably take a minute to, to take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add, Nick, before we take the break? Well, sure. Listeners, you can always visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how any of these topics might relate to questions that you have about retirement. We are here to help you. So take us up on that offer, please. All right. Sounds good. Now, this has been a great show so far. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you've heard on our episode today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us on our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, there's great shows, our previous past shows on the radio page. You can listen to those there or you can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, during our show today, we've been discussing the recent news that Social Security's cost of living adjustment is set to jump 5.9% beginning in January of next year. And that's potentially good news for older Americans, 
particularly at a time when the news is full of stories about rising inflation due to supply chain issues caused by both the pandemic and several months of severe weather. Well, yeah, there, there has been a lot going on and it, it's, it has affected things. Now, uh, for our next segment, I, I know you want to stick with Social Security, but maybe broaden the focus a bit uh, and look at what the program really means for retirees and their lifestyle, right? Well, yeah, Tony, because, you know, as you move closer to retirement, it's only natural to begin wondering about your post-work lifestyle. And while many folks don't need quite as much income as they as they did before they retired, you probably don't want, you know, that gap to get too large or it could negatively affect your ability to do things like travel and enjoy hobbies that you want while you retire. And so when it comes to determining if Social Security is going to provide you the income that you need to help cover those monthly expenses in retirement, there's there's many things that you should consider, including some of these steps. I mean, first, you need to estimate how much your monthly Social Security check is likely to be. And don't forget to deduct those Medicare premiums as we discussed, right? Um, And then add up all of your known retirement expenses. And then you'll need to tabulate your other sources of retirement income and familiarize yourself with Social Security's benefits and taxes. Yeah. And I'm sure some folks out there are asking themselves how they go about doing this. How, How do you estimate Uh, that monthly benefit check. uh, How do they need to do that? Well, first things first, Tony, it's not a difficult process at all. Uh, The best first step is to check your social security statement. And you can do that by creating your social security account on the social security website or by using the social security calculator, which is also on the administration's website. And once you've done so, uh, you'll have a good idea of about how much you'll be receiving every month. And remember, though, you need to think about how to how you're actually going to qualify for that monthly payment. And you'll need to have accumulated a minimum of 40 Social Security credits. And you earn these credits as you build your career and pay Social Security taxes. And so this year in 2021, you can earn one Social Security credit for every about $1,500 that you earn throughout the year. And you can earn up to a maximum of four credits per year. So it takes about 10 years before you become eligible to actually qualify for Social Security benefits. Interesting. So um, I guess uh, you really uh, broke it down well there. And uh, the monthly check then is determined by a formula that's built around several years of earnings, obviously, right? That's exactly right. And, you know, Tony, once you're eligible for Social Security, your benefit will be determined using a formula of the top 35 years of your earnings. And if your career is longer than 35 years, okay, then it's just really based on those highest earning 35 years that you've had for income. Now, Social Security also has some various adjustments and limits. Uh, For example, if you begin collecting your benefits at age 62, which is the earliest age possible, then your monthly check is going to be smaller. And on the flip side, if you work past your full retirement age, which is around 66 or 67, your monthly check will continue to climb higher and higher until you reach the age of 70. It never goes above that number after 70. So you definitely want to start taking it then. Okay. So yeah, you want to take it by 70, but when you take it is so critical, isn't it? Um, I I mean, uh, that's, we've talked about that on past shows and for people who turn 62 this year in 2021, 
uh, their full retirement age would be 66 years and 10 months. Uh, and you can determine your full retirement age just by visiting that Social Security Administration website, which is ssa.gov. That's ssa.gov. That's the official Social Security Administration website. Or you can just uh, reach out to uh, yourself, Nick, uh, reach out to a financial services professional. And I know you guys have a Social Security maximization report you run that'll tell people exactly when to file to maximize their benefits based on their own personal situation. Because as you always say, everybody's situation is different. And I want to take this chance to remind our, our listeners out there that, you know, Nick, you or Jones uh, and associates are not affiliated with the social security administration or any other government agency for that matter. You're an independent financial advisor, but you do have um, people who strictly work with social security and run those maximization reports. Uh, so you can help your clients and our listeners with that. Uh, what do you have for us next? Yeah, Tony, that's exactly right. And I appreciate you saying that now, you know, next you should add up all of your known retirement expenses. And these are going to include things like your mortgage payment. If your house isn't paid off, um, auto and other transportation costs, utility bills, food, entertainment, and travel. And next, compare that total against your likely Social Security check and other sources of income that you might have. And then ask yourself, you know, are you going to make it based on that? Does your income outpace your likely expenses by a large enough amount that you're going to be able to weather some unexpected expenses like a home remodel or an auto repair if you decide to retire? And if your Social Security check will cover all of your monthly bills, thereby allowing you to use other income sources for travel and hobbies when you're retired, then you're likely going to be able to maintain that preferred lifestyle that obviously you've worked so hard for um, throughout your entire career. Wow. Yeah, that's really, really important. And, uh, you know, you have to look at Social Security if you're uh, listening to the show and you have concerns about whether you'll be able to maintain that preferred lifestyle in retirement. I would again urge you to work with somebody like yourself, Nick, a financial services professional. If you're not already, and you've talked about this numerous times, a financial services professional is going to be able to look at your current financial strategy, find ways to tighten it up or adjust it. And you're also going to have insights into tools and products that can supply people with additional retirement income, correct? Well, it Definitely, Tony. That is a great point. And everybody's situation is a little different. And every uh, calculation of Social Security and how that becomes an important part of your retirement plan is different. So you want to sit down with somebody that has that knowledge to help you, you know, and and also you want to remember that Social Security wasn't designed to be a person's primary source of retirement income. It was intended to supplement, you know, a person's retirement income. In fact, a common rule of thumb is that you should only plan for Social Security to make up about 35 to 40% of your retirement income. And as much as possible, you want to find other retirement income sources through pensions, retirement accounts like 401ks and IRAs, uh, inside jobs, or, or maybe even uh, annuities. And so you need to bear in mind that you'll need to educate yourself uh, about not only Social Security's benefits, but the taxes as well. For example, you may need to pay taxes on Social Security income. If your total of your adjusted gross income, non-taxable interest, and half of your Social Security benefit is greater than $25,000 a year, 
or $32,000 a year for couples, you'll need to pay taxes on part of your benefit. Now, if you come in under these limits, your Social Security benefit won't be taxed. And then additionally, Tony, each state has different rules um, you know, about taxation for Social Security benefits. Here in the state of Oregon, residents are not taxed on their Social Security benefit. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good because a lot of states uh, can and will tax you, and you can be taxed up to 85% of your Social Security benefit in some places. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Now, uh, we're going to get back to our topic after a quick break. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567 or visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Nick Jones. And Nick, during the show today, you've been taking an in-depth look at Social Security. Uh, given the recent news that the program's cost of living adjustment, or COLA, is going to rise an eye-opening 5.9% in January of uh, next year, 2022, and we're almost there. So uh, you also spent some time looking at the critical question of whether Social Security will cover all of your expenses during retirement, and and we know that it won't. Uh, what do you have for us in this final segment? Yeah, Tony. So earlier in the show, we touched a bit on expenses that you're going to need to factor into your equation when determining your retirement budget. So I thought we'd wrap the show up with that today and review that topic in a little bit more detail. Uh, the, thir- the first thing I'd share with our listeners is you need to factor into your budget, you know, the main additional cost of housing, which could prove to probably be the most significant expense during retirement other than medical costs. And so the good news is that there are plenty of potentially uh, great ways, right, to shrink your housing budget and tab uh, and the cost of that. So paying off your mortgage before retirement is is a good example. Um, and, and that would help you obviously in eliminate that major monthly expense. Uh, another good option, whether or not your mortgage is paid off, is, is just to downsize. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to... Um, to, to no longer have a mortgage, selling your current home and moving into something smaller is going to put a very nice chunk of change into your pocket that's going to help you enjoy that retirement you've worked so hard for. Yeah, you're right. And I think uh, one that people often forget about, Nick, is those monthly Medicare premiums and healthcare costs. That is definitely something that a lot of people um, forget about. And that's a great point, Tony. And, you know, while most folks don't pay a premium for Medicare Part A, which is hospital insurance, they do pay a premium for Medicare Part B. And additionally, Medicare Medicare Part D, um, which is prescription drug plans, charge a separate premium that, um, you know, changes based on the plan you select. And finally, if you choose a Medigap plan that covers some of Medicare's out-of-pocket expenses, you're also probably going to have a premium for that. Now, you know, Tony, many of our clients also look for good Medicare supplement plans, and we do have great agents in our office that can help review those options for them. Um, So I just urge them to reach out uh, when they have questions about that. Exactly. I I was just going to say that. I think, you know, a lot. uh, you have 
an expert in Medicare that is going to be beneficial for some of our listeners out there. You have a couple people in your office that specialize in Medicare. So that's very important. Definitely. You know, and the next topic I wanted to discuss uh, for, uh, for our listeners today, Tony, with Social Security is taxes, uh, because that's going to be another expense that you need to factor into your retirement strategy. Um, you know, obviously the tax man doesn't stop knocking on your door once you've stopped working. You know, and, and after years and years of deferments, you'll likely be required to pay income taxes on most of the withdrawals that you take from your 401k and IRA accounts. And as we've discussed a few, a few minutes ago, you know, part of your Social Security income could be taxable if your retirement income creeps above certain thresholds. So taxes are another place where working with a financial services professional may be to your advantage because there are possible possibly many, many ways to strategically withdraw money from those retirement accounts in a way that lessens your tax bill. That's the point. Yeah. You don't have to sell me on working with a financial services professional uh, because I know how helpful it is to minimize that tax burden. And when it comes to your retirement strategy, I'm of the opinion that it's one of the most important steps you can take. It is, it is, you know, and and another very critical part of your retirement budget is food. I mean, you can really boost your budget by skipping out on some of those convenience foods um, that tend to come with a higher price tag. And instead of doing that, you know, um, why not just cook those foods at home, the ones that you love right in your own kitchen? And also, as we've talked about in previous shows, you know, cooking at home means that you're also most likely going to be eating healthier which uh, further means that your doctor will love your choice that you've made. And that's going to help your budget as well, right? Because, um, because you're going to be healthier, you know, but that doesn't mean that you need to completely eliminate all trips to restaurants because for many retirees, dinners out with friends are a huge part of their social lives. So I would encourage you to look for places that have senior discounts or buy one, get one deals. Um, As much as anything, retirement is about enjoying your life, but you know, you can do that in a way that is also budget friendly. Yeah. Don't tell me I have to cut out my pizza. Don't, <laughs> don't go there. Um, you know, better than that, right? I mean, <laughs> nothing's going to get between me and a pizza buffet. You know that. Now, do you have anything else before we say goodbye? We're almost out of time, Nick. Well, thanks, Tony. Yes. You know, listeners, if you'd like more information about what you've heard on our episode today, I just encourage you to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Or give us a call at 541-773-9567 to discuss how we might be able to help answer any questions you have on your path to retirement. All right. Sounds great. That does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.